0: Sink or swim in the time of the shift, getting on top of the wave. We all know the drill. We think it through, we plan it, schedule it, apportion resources for it. We have the best intentions. But somewhere along the line in our execution, something changes. And then the whole damn thing blows up. Well, that would be in the extreme. Often it simply becomes irritating, annoying, or just plain inconvenient. And somewhere along the line we may find ourselves in a completely different space and we have lost sight of what it was we wanted or were trying to accomplish. It's about that time that we might declare it a dumpster fire. Adding insult to injury, not only didn't we achieve our goal, but now it seems we have somehow stirred up a hornet's nest of a whole bunch of nonsense that has nothing to do with what we were trying to do in the first place. So on top of everything else, now we have to perform emergency surgery to fix all the new problems we have. We are now so far away from our lovely plan and I'm so pissed I don't even want to think about it. In fact, I never want to think about it again. Now here's the really bad news. I did it to myself. Here's a term we may want to become familiar with. I create all of my reality. Traditionally, I usually see it as YCYOR, you create your own reality. However, the way I say it and use it is to remind myself that I create all of it. Otherwise, it becomes cute, self-help, goal-oriented, feel-good bullshit that I use when it's convenient but throw out the window when I decide to lay blame somewhere else for my alleged misfortune. Our very wise friend will remind us that anytime we blame, we might as well be putting the coffee pot in charge of what we create, because anything less than taking full responsibility for all of our creation is simply ignoring our own participation in what is showing up for us. Our world is steeped in fault and blame. That's how we were raised, what we were taught. When we were young, we quickly discovered that shit rolls downhill and if we don't get out of the way, it will end up around our feet with all the fingers pointing right at us. We see it every day on the news, with our governments, on social media, in our homes. Basically, any time there is something that goes wrong, there has to be a fall guy, someone to blame. In our quest to never be wrong, we will often go to great lengths to deflect responsibility away from ourselves for virtually any circumstance. We've turned it into an art form. Because being blamed, being at fault, is not fun. And We also know that if we aren't careful, bad actors who have nefarious intentions will use us as fall guys. Twitter is the tour de force when it comes to right and wrong and blame. It is a constant struggle between the forces of good and evil that even provides its own metrics so you know how you're faring at any given time. We have truly become a society of posturing. And it is inextricably connected to almost everything we do, how it makes us appear. Now, all of this is what's at play in our minds. Over the course of our lifetimes, as we see more and more evidence that we are victimized by deed or circumstance, and more and more we blame someone else for our misfortune, We come to accept it as our reality. Oftentimes, we will completely abdicate any responsibility for what happens in our lives. We may begin to believe that our objective reality is something that is imposed on us. We are helpless and at the whim of fate and the gods. Good luck and bad luck. Chaos and probability now here's some good news that is exactly the same news as the bad news we create all of our reality this isn't just feel-good metaphysical skittles for starry-eyed people who talk to dead guys we really do create it all there are physics to it in the simplest terms possible We create our reality through a process in which we project, reflect, and perceive. Everything that exists in our physical reality is because we perceive it as such. If we don't perceive it, it doesn't exist. For the things that we're not paying attention to, this is where the mass belief comes into play. everything and everyone is interconnected. The mass belief is the preponderance of agreement that something is as it is. Another shortcut that humanity has created so that we could have some rules to go by, some basic tenets that we can basically agree on so that we can just accept an overall generalized common reality without too much consternation. Personally, I like the term root. Assumptions. There are some root assumptions that are pretty hard to shake, and we likely would not want them to change. Gravity, the speed of light, are a couple of quick examples of root assumptions that are pretty basic to this reality. But once we get past those root assumptions, there is a lot more play than maybe we are willing to admit in the permanence and physics of our reality it will probably come as a surprise that there is no official reality. There is no one true truth. There is the mass belief, but it is no official. This is why people who are present for the same event can have vastly different perceptions about what they actually witnessed. It isn't a trick of the mind. We each create our own version of everything. Sometimes they match, and sometimes they are wildly different. One is not necessarily right and the other wrong. One is inaccurate and the other fanciful. We literally can experience different realities from each other, even regarding the exact same circumstance or event. mass beliefs can and do influence agreement about what those realities are, sometimes but not always. Sometimes we just create our own reality which does not match up in fact with what someone else is creating and are, and or participating in, or what the mass belief has dictated to be true. While we can create a considerably different reality than the mass belief, It is more challenging to do so. There is a tremendous energy that accompanies the mass belief. It is affecting of all of us. In order to create something different than the mass belief, requires us to not be influenced by it, and to generate enough energy of intention to outweigh the energy of the mass belief. It's not easy, but it's not impossible either. We can look to history and see that things that were impossible became possible. It's easy to think that we just got smarter or that we discovered something new. Rarely would we consider that everything is possible. Every conceivable thing is possible. In other words, everything exists, even the things that are latent to our world. When enough energy of intent is given to a probable outcome, that outcome will become manifest. This is how our world changes. This is how people change. This is how the collective consciousness creates. We make possible through the mass beliefs. We can do it individually without it, but it's a bit trickier. This is also why the same brand new idea or invention will simultaneously be created in disparate locations by separate individuals that have no connection to each other or any knowledge of what the other is doing. Things are manifested into our world from the collective consciousness. It can be seated with one person, a few people, or thousands. There actually is no such thing as an original idea all things exist. It is a matter of tapping into something that exists but is not yet manifest. Because of the nature of the blueprint of this dimension and the types of beings we are, we project, reflect, and perceive. This is what creates our reality not someone else's, ours. There are steps that we can take that, with practice, can help us toward conscious creation, purposely, consistently creating what we want, regardless of what anyone else is doing, regardless of our seeming circumstances, regardless of the mass beliefs we are becoming more self-aware. The veils between this reality and other dimensions are thinning, which in time will give us more insight into what we are really doing here and how we are going about it. But for now, it is enough to accept that things are not as they were, not as we were taught, not as we have come to believe. That there is more to us, and more to our world than we previously thought. And that our power, our gift, is that we create it all. Again, the electric dog fence is turned off, and we haven't realized it yet. All we have to do is stop standing at the edge of the yard barking and get on with it, we are knee-deep in the shift. The rules have changed. The blueprint that governs this physical reality was created millennia ago, in the beginning. To our credit and to our benefit, that blueprint allowed for expansion and turning on new features, like a paid app on our phones. I got news for you. We passed the point of no return at the start of the century. We, the collective, decided that it was game on for us to generate a new kind of experience within this reality, this dimension. And the switch was flipped. That was 20 years ago. We spent the previous century thinking about and preparing for this. Now, We just need to remember. Remember who we are. Remember what we are. Remember that we designed this. Remember that this was always our intention. Remember that this is all our creation. Be present in every moment because it's by you For you, every smallest detail, being more and more present in every moment, every choice, is the key to conscious creation. Now it's a matter of us getting on board with the new features and abilities. We will, it's just a matter of time. In the meantime, We can continue blaming victimhood, or we can get up on top of the wave. This is a tricky time. Not everyone will embrace the changes. Many people will run out the clock rather than face changes that seem impossible to them. But there is good reason to begin moving in the direction of exploring ourselves, what we truly are, and what the true nature of our reality is. Next, we will begin to examine how it is that humanity came to this point of the shift, where we came from, what we're doing, and why. See you soon.